This week, government-sponsored naked cleaning, an innocent explanation for hanging black figures, and outrage over construction. You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Hello and welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, the least important debate show on the internet. My name is Phil, you know me, and with me as always is the surprisingly well-color-coordinated Sandeep Sen. Yeah, that's right. Some days even, uh, you know, uh, broken clock is right twice a day. You had no idea uh, that you had blue slippers and a blue shirt on at the same time, did you? I did not. No. I mean, I knew I knew them independently, but I this was not, you know, I wasn't like, oh, let me wear this blue shirt because I have blue slippers. No. I really is... only have one pair of slippers, and I picked a shirt out of my shirt drawer. Yeah, no, this is, it's, it's perfectly toned because you're wearing like like blackish pants, and your, your your slippers you have on, like sandal things, they're black and blue, and your shirt's blue. So you're, you're, you're two-toned. You only have two colors going on. It's perfect. I am two-toned. <laughs> is that is that is that the type of tone you want to be? I don't know. I don't know. Is if that's that superior than one toned or three toned? Is is two toned a goal? I, I guess I don't. I don't know a whole lot about fashion, but I know color coordination is a good oh. thing. Well, we have a female with us. Is what, what's the, is there? A, you're also two toned. I am. I uh, am. Yeah, there's black and red. So two toned. There's something to this. I, there's a pattern here. <laughs> oh, that third voice you hear this week, uh, Nicole Kuhn. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. How Happy many to be jokes here? do you get about the pronunciation of your last name? Too many to count. Yeah. <laughs> too I many. was going to make one, but I was like, oh, you know what? I think everyone else does that, too. Yeah, there's some favorites, but uh, is this like a PG podcast? Fuck no. <laughs> okay. I wasn't sure. <laughs> no, you can I mean, be as racist as you want. It's no, okay. Well, I mean. As we're known to be. My name, the last name itself is, you know, pretty much racist. It can be mm-hmm. the way. The spelling isn't, though. Because it's spelled with right. a K. Right, but people don't always like know the spelling, so they'll think it's spelled a different oh, way. Oh, I know, I know my racial slur yeah. spellings. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, not everybody <laughs> does. Or it can be derogatory too if you add some, another letter at the end, you know, and think it's spelled a different way. Also, mm, there we go. Yes. Wait, I it's cunt, coon. Sandy, coon. cunt. Okay. But people don't realize it's said as coon all the time. Oh, so they say cun. Cun with a T. Uh, uh, right. Yeah. So. Why do they add the T? That's the T's now. That's just them being. <laughs> that's yeah. them being derogatory. Right. Yeah, they're being cunty. No, I, I have the same things. I, I've noticed people when they meet you, they're like, is your name, is it cun? Is it cun? Like the coon? Like they don't yeah, know. Yeah, they're the, very hesitant. Yeah. And my last name is Causey, but people are like, is it Causey? Causey? Like Causey? Like people really don't know. They get the very fuck. fancy with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And then Sandeep's first name, he's that problem too. But that's, uh, yeah, that's how did they I, say I, yours? My whole, my, the whole name. <laughs> well, mine too. I mean, my first name is a regular whatever name you think you know how to say it, but it's spelled funky. Mm. So it's N I C H O L L E, which people say Michelle, Danielle. Mm. Why did that's, you know, that's your fault. What are you doing? That's not my fault. I didn't figure out how to spell my name. My parents did that. That's true. You yeah. That's your parents. Your name. Right. So, Sandeep, have you, uh, have you bought any of your dot uh, app domains yet? I don't know what this is. You okay. texted me today so, and I was working. Okay, so Google recently, or some, I think it was Google, released the new .app domain. You know how on the internet there's .com, .org, .net, .gov, whatever? Well, there's a new set that's supposed to be like the new hot thing, .app, A-P-P. Uh, and so people are doing, um, you know, speculating. So people are buying up domain names to see if they can sell them afterwards. And uh, uh, is this, is app supposed to be, like, you know, EDU's like meant to be like nonprofit type stuff or educational institutions? Mm-hmm. Or org, uh, org is nonprofit. So yeah. is apps supposed to be a specific kind of thing? Uh, yeah, probably. Um, but I think people are just buying it because they want you know to 
speculate on it. I, I am the proud owner, and this is totally true, of MikePants.app. Wow. <laughs> I, that's the fucking best $14 I've spent in my entire life. I have no idea what I'm going to do with it yet. I, dude, how funny would it be if that was the website for this podcast? You'd be like, you know, email us at the fake outrage report at gmail.com. Oh, but find us on the web at mikepence.app. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. Uh, why Mike? Why Mike Pence of all of all people? I was just all. figuring out what names are available and all like, like pretty much all like any major company or any Trump whatever McDonald's. Nike, I can't believe no one no one got Mike, Mike yeah. Pence. And I was like, I'm fucking buying Go this figure. right now. I'm like, yeah. So it's I have no idea crazy. what's happening with it, but so now yeah. you're the proud owner. Yeah, I'm the proud owner. And hell, he could be the president in a few years. Is it fourteen dollars a year or just fourteen dollars? Fourteen dollars a year, which okay. is pennies for some pence. Huh? Okay. Uh, <laughs> so we got to do some quick housekeeping items before we move on here. First, I just want to say huge, huge shout out to Editor Dan, uh, who's been with us. He he started with us at episode number 17. He This is currently we are recording episode number 117. So he's been with us for over 100 episodes. We love you, Dan. Yes. And we're so sorry you have to listen to this shit every week. That's the one fringe benefit. I think that's why he does the discount, because he gets to listen to the, pay, the, the podcast. <laughs> he gets it before everyone else does. There we go. And also, another shout-out. Uh, we were supposed to have the original brown guy, uh, a Jay Raj, stop in. Mm-hmm. Scheduling conflicts. He has a real big kid job now. Uh, however, he is doing his uh, half hour, actually, here in New York City. So if you are in New York City and you want to see a little bit of... Uh, a little bit of a J. Raj in the in what in the house somewhere in Queens, I believe it is. I gotta find it. Actually, I gotta pull it up right now. This is embarrassing because I was expecting him to be here, so I don't have the details. <laughs> so let me pull this up real quick. Oh yeah, so it's gonna be May twenty third, which when this comes out is gonna be in a couple days, uh, eight p.m. at the Misfit Hive in Queens, up in Woodside. So that's gonna be awesome. All right, it was what the last bit of housekeeping. Can we get in some outrage? Well, we have to. We have to actually talk about our guest because we only know her name. We don't yes. know what she does. Uh, Nicole produces a lot of things around the city. She does uh, a really good show called Contagious Comedy. Yeah, actually, that's my company, Contagious Comedy Productions. Uh, oh, that's not just a, a, a title of a show. No, that's, it oh! started out as a title of a show, okay. and then I made it into a company. So, Contagious Comedy Productions, we do productions of any sort. I mean, comedy related usually, but it can be for corporations, it can mm. be for charity events, it can be whatever, roasts, I mean, birthday parties, whatever. Well, I apologize for degrading the title of your company. No, no uh, worries. Company. I, well, yeah, it was a great show. I was on it earlier this week. Uh, great room, good time. So yeah, cont- is it just contagiouscomedy.com? Uh, actually, that, that was taken. <laughs> you have to pay like $3,000 for that domain. And I was just like, no. That's what happened. That's I wanted to get fakeoutrage.com, but yeah. some asshole wanted $2,000 for it. Yep. So at mikepence.app it is. <laughs> a good alternate. You know, why not? <laughs> well, now you can do contagiouscomedy.app. Yeah, well, you could. Well, I could. Right now, I have contagiouscomedyprod.com for productions, only mm. shortened. Don't know mm. if I'm going to keep it as that, but it was just something to start with because I want to make it easy for people to type in and find. So that was my whole method behind my madness. Yes, yeah, so definitely give that a look. And if you're in New York, uh, or actually, you, you do you're multi-state too. Actually, what am I? What am I yeah, doing? yeah. Um, we've I've done shows in Ohio, um, <laughs> a couple shows, charity events, and then cool. 
uh, did one in Jersey. So recently, like another charity comedy show went well. So yeah, I'm trying to expand into multi-markets. So, Sadie, you said a minute ago that you wanted to... Uh, Let's get into the outrage. Let's do it. So I think we're going to start in the UK this week. Okay. All right. So we'll, we'll start with this one over here. Uh, this story comes to us from Yorkshire in the UK, where in a job cleaning service uh, sparks some outrage, a company called Fantasy Cleans, because it gives clients the option to purchase cleaners who are naked. Or scantily clad, if you uh, don't want to go all the way in. And their, uh, their their slogan was, bring rubber gloves and a smile. But there's nothing sexual involved when they're actually there, right? Wasn't that the whole thing of it? Well, like, they, they nothing do say, sexual happens. They do say we don't offer sexual services. Right. They only do it between nine and five hours. Um, however, they do say that the clients are allowed to also be naked. So I assume that means that like a dude is beating off while you're like watching... Like, he's watching you clean his fucking kitchen and, like, jack it off in the corner. Yeah, I don't think it's like a, hey, how are you kind of day, you know? It's <laughs> yeah. And so the rates ranged from 25 to 100 pounds per hour, which uh, that's, I think, 25 pounds is what, like, 37 bucks, 38 bucks? And then 100 pounds would be about, what, 140, I think? I don't know the currency offhand, but I yeah, know that, that this pounds is crazy cheap, more. by the way. This is about what you pay in New York. Yeah, this is what you pay in New York for, yeah. for, for a fully clothed cleaner. Right. <laughs> Huh. You'll definitely pay 50 bucks an hour about like we, that's you can get a good cleaner. Some people charge like 20. Well, you know, it's funny. Let me ask you, let me pose this question to you, because I, I was uh, researching this, not research, but I was talking about this with a, a female friend of mine. And I asked her, what would you uh, what rate would you want for some guy to um, sit there and watch you clean his kitchen naked? And she said two hundred dollars. For the whole thing. I feel like she was selling herself short. I mean, if it was multi-room, it'd be more, but $200, I don't know, like, for me, it'd be... Yeah, a, how big is this apartment? Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, that's the next <laughs> question. But yeah, her, her, her whole reasoning was like, well, yeah, but if they don't get to fuck me, then it's just, you know, I'm just naked and I, I clean shit and leave. I, I don't know. I think 200 is not enough. It's not. Yeah. I would definitely want more. Yeah, you know, you, sh you should really talk to her and tell her to stop selling herself short for I hypothetical did. naked cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I did. So the ad said that we're looking for bubbly, chatty, and friendly people, all shapes, sizes, and nationalities, which I thought was nice to be inclusive. To for oh, really? What you're you're paying for a naked cleaner, and then you get some like some ugly chick? <laughs> well, wouldn't you? Well, what's the point of that? Whoa! But you would probably see what the person looks like beforehand, right? Or supposedly looks like. Oh, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, what happens? I imagine there? so. Yeah, right? it, ha it has to be. It just has to be. I mean, because that, that'd be terrible if it was like a like a roulette wheel of who am I going to get naked right. in my apartment this week? Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're paying for it, you want to know what you're getting. So, so I mean, supposedly. Exactly. Uh, who's not outraged? What's, what's, what's the problem? So the people who are outraged are uh, people who are looking for jobs mostly. And, and also, it's a government site is because it's not a private site. Oh, is that's that where I was going to get to that. So somehow this ad made it onto a website called Universal Job Match, which I guess I don't know, but I guess that's like the UK version of like unemployment slash temping uh, stuff. So yeah, people who are looking for like regular jobs are clicking it to being like, hey, uh, you're out of work. Take your clothes off and clean my kitchen. You know. And so I think that that's definitely where some of the outrage is, is people who are looking for jobs or, But what know, do these people look like that are unemployed? Maybe they can't get that kind of thing. So that's why they're offended. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe they were told they would only get closer to the 25 to 30 pound an hour as opposed mm -hmm. to the 80 or 100 an hour. 
Maybe. That, that, I didn't think of that. That's a good question. Right? Because it's like, do they screen people before, you know, getting hired or before? There like, is that part be. of the interview process? There, it has to be at least screen. I assume it's it's like when you're uh, shopping for anything online, right? You click the one you want. I yeah. would assume. Well, they also did specify in the ad, and this is probably my favorite part of this whole thing. They said, body confidence is a must. Must be able to clean and iron to a good standard. <laughs> I like how that's where they're drawing the line. <laughs> Wait, body confidence is a must. They must be able to clean an iron. An iron. Yeah. We've got standards here at the Naked Cleaning Company, okay, Sandeep? You have to be able to iron that fucking shirt. You can't just take your clothes off and be pretty. You have to have skills. Oh, but they also <laughs> say body confidence is a must. Yeah. So you must really like your body. Who are they to say? I mean, as long as you're naked, well, yeah, you have to now they have to tell you how you f- to feel about your own body. Yeah. I f- what, really, that's where you're drawing the line, Sandeep? Yeah, I'll feel about my body the way I feel. I, I want to feel about my body. Don't <laughs> tell me how to feel about my own goddamn body. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm naked and cleaning irons, for God's sake. How much would somebody have to pay you, Sandeep? Clean, I, I, I mean, the, the, the cleaning part would be, the, would be the what I would charge the most for. And also, to ironing while naked. That just sounds dangerous, doesn't it? Can I use a steamer instead? <laughs> that steamer sounds more dangerous. That steam, you have no protection. Yeah. Oh. So the, the, the outrage was this was a normalization of sex work, right? Yes. They, they didn't want oh, to. Oh, yeah. So that, that, that's what happened. Nas Shad Shop, which is like a member of parliament out there. I definitely fucked that pronunciation up. It's S-H-A-H. Shah. Shah. Sounds Indian, by the way. Nas Shah. Which makes sense. Because she said, seems like a. Do you want to do? Blanket. Do you want to do the quote then uh, in your accent, or do you want to just read it off? Oh, what, what's the quote? <laughs> it is the normalization of sex work and exploitation of the vulnerable. Vulnerable. I don't know how to say that in Indian accent. My staff were absolutely appalled. There we go. All right, that's whenever it's an Indian person or brown person, we have him do the. Uh, mm. Yeah. So yeah, she said it was appalling. Uh, here, here's the thing with the outrage in this one, and this one, I think we're gonna have to split it on because here's the thing: if you're a person who's looking for for work and you can't find it and it's frustrating because sometimes when you're out of work it's it's really frustrating and and it can be disheartening and the only thing that it feels like you're getting offered is is shit like this i understand if you're outraged and i understand especially if you're on a government site that you know you're a little bit mad i understand that outrage but if your angle is the whole like you know classic sort of stance of like oh we don't want sex work or against that then eh, I'm not really on board with that as much because if two people agree that, you know, having you clean my pots and pans and vacuum while your clothes are off and there's a price agreed and no one gets hurt, who who are you to get outraged about that? You're not involved. It's not your business. Right. I'm I was I was also I was just confused over the whole thing because that <laughs> <laughs> there is sex work. I, has this have they, 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 There's no Craigslist in London, are they just really shocked at this? And I'm sure these ads are also on Craigslist, but I think the outrage is more based on the fact that it was on like a government unemployment board. Okay. And people are looking for, you know, looking for the government to help them out, find some temp work, find a little office job. So it's probably not on like LinkedIn or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you get your skills endorsed if you're good at ironing on LinkedIn. Um, If you're, yeah. That's a good, you know, it's a good point. That maybe the government, if it's a government sponsored job board, the government shouldn't be in the business of selling sex work. I I totally see your point. Sure. You know, I I think especially if you're the kind of person that's looking for legit work and non naked cleaning, I I do think that there is a a legitimate outrage angle to that for sure. Yeah, I'm taking that angle. Okay. Legit outrage. You're taking legit outrage. All right. I'm with you. What do you think? No, no, you're not with me. You're you're anti, you're fake outrage. Well, I'm fake outrage from the angle uh, of the fact that they're anti sex work. 
It's two okay. separate things. So no, what from angle, the angle, what the, angle is winning out here because you have to you have to pick. Well, no, 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 no. I'm saying that it, it, we have to kind of separate it. It's kind of like kind of like a dual ruling because I'm trying to. What it's like I, quantum? It's like quantum mechanics outrage. I'm, like. I'm, I'm, I'm well, no, I'm pro sex work being normalized and legalized, but I, I am definitely feeling for the people who are super frustrated that this is what they're coming across when they're looking for jobs. I don't know what we're... If, is Nicole going to be a game-tying, a, a tying vote or, you know, a tie-breaking vote or is she just going to have a regular role? That's really what it comes I down don't to. Know. I don't know. Well, why don't we ask her? Wait, Do no, you, you have to rule first so then no, we know no, no, if no, no, it's no, the no, guest. Is, I, I don't want to put all the pressure on our guest. Okay. I don't want to put all the pressure. <laughs> if the, we're for or against it... Well, no. So do you think this is the kind of thing that people are just like flavor of the week fake outraged about? Or do you think this is like, do you think these people have like a gripe, like a legitimate gripe with finding uh, naked cleaning or lingerie cleaning on a government site? I think they're, that it's just they're bored and they, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go that route, you know, and then <laughs> I'm going to, because what are you doing looking on that anyway? Like, okay, fine. Maybe you come across it, but like, just get off and move on to something else. Like maybe I'd be offended for a second. I'm like, all right, I'm moving on. So you feel like this is fake outrage. People shouldn't be yeah, outraged at this. Okay. Yeah. And, and then I have that, you know, I'm reaching to the other side of like, why are you really outraged? Is it because you'd never get picked? Is it because <laughs> you wouldn't pass the screening process? Like, why yeah. are you really outraged? No, that's a good point. That's a good, I, I have to lean with her on this one. I think this overall is, is bullshit unless you're the kind of person who, who is looking for legitimate work and you're not attractive enough to get picked. If you basically, if you're an ugly person who doesn't want to do any cleaning, I like how this is outraged. just all about every, it, for you to the whole thing is always comes back to ugly people somehow. <laughs> just bringing it back to all oh, your outrage, you're ugly. <laughs> no, and so I feel you. I think you. I think everything you're saying is is right. I I'm not. This is not the hill I'm gonna die on. Topics wise, no, you're gonna die on this hill. Goddamn it! Oh god, you're gonna fucking stab. No, I I. <sighs> I, I gotta go fake outrage. All I think right. I, 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 I think it's it. one of those things where it's. It's a little bit ridiculous to get mad at what other people's jobs are going to be and what other people are doing behind closed doors. You know? Well, supposedly not. They're not sex workers, you know, like, I don't know. Maybe if I was one of those people applying that I'd want somebody to come with me, you know, like a bodyguard, so to speak. Yeah. Mm. Or like a pimp. <laughs> you know. Well, I guess it would turn into that, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be. You'd have to have a guy around the corner in case shit goes wrong. And they do specify it's only between nine and five. So you can't be like, I want a girl to come clean my apartment. Wink, wink, at 2.30 a.m. Yeah, on a Saturday. no one fucks between 9 and 5, obviously. Well, those oh, no, are working never hours. <laughs> That's when everybody's very serious. <laughs> most, of the, most porn takes place during the day, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It does. Yeah. yeah. It's good, good lighting that way. Yeah, I like how you're you're breaking it down to the production angle. All right, so yeah. fake. So outrage. you guys feel like the government should be involved in promoting process. Well, no, pro that part, I, no, that part I think is ridiculous. And I, and again, I feel for the people who are frustrated because they're coming across that on a, on a government board. But at the same time, uh, you know, it's fucking this kind of thing. I don't understand why it should be legal, you know, or anything like that. I don't really understand the problem. You know, if somebody agrees that seventy pounds an hour is a uh, good rate for them to take it off and scrub down somebody's oven, then who is the government to be uh, involved one way or the other? You know? Yeah, no, they are involved. Because it's on their, it's on their <laughs> sponsored... Yeah, they're not directly negotiating the rates of the employment, though. Right. It no. just, uh, and this had to have been up there by mistake, <laughs> also. <laughs> so I know what you're saying, but overall, I think the overall idea... Because I, I think the, the outrage here is based on the overall idea of someone doing naked cleaning. And I don't think that idea is overly offensive. 
Uh, okay. So uh, fake outrage. Let's move, all right. So I've been outvoted. Fake outrage. Let's move on. Back to the uh, States now. Back to the States. All right. To Minnesota. Uh, <laughs> this is our story comes from Minneapolis, where a Mexican immigrant caused outrage after hanging black pinata figures by cords from the porch <laughs> of his roof of his home. So his name is Victor Chavaria, and he said the, the, he, the figures that he was hanging were pinatas that he created for a multiracial wedding. So he was hired to create pinatas for a multiracial wedding. The people, the wedding people asked him to make multiracial pinatas. So people were driving by and he's got like what looked like black puppets sort of hanging from his front porch. Yeah, is so that no, what This is the issue. This is where the misunderstanding <laughs> happened is that you, he's, they thought a it was picture. like the Ku Klux Klan kind of thing. Yeah. yeah pretty on, much. His, on his house, he has, <laughs> he has black people <laughs> like depiction, you know, black pinata fig- people figures, but they hanging. look real. Right? Didn't they kind of? I mean, it looked like a real lynching or whatever. Well, I mean, the, the, they look like large puppets, but they were in the shape of a def- black human. Yeah, they're yeah. definitely. They don't look like real humans. Like, no one's thinking they're real humans, but they definitely are depicting black humans being hung, being hung, <laughs> <laughs> being hung. And uh, it, it see, he made like white pinatas too, but he made them at at a different time. So mm-hmm. all the black ones were just being hung. Happen to be hung at the same time. Well, yeah, when you do the, the painting and the coloring, because uh, yeah. pinatas are like paper mache, right? Kind of right. sort of. They had to dry. That's yeah. Why so put he them made the there. batch of the black paint yeah. once, and he had to dry it at once. So like it makes the process makes sense, right? You might want to just mix it up with a couple different people in there, yeah. <laughs> not right. just all one. Well, so it, this is in a black neighborhood in Minnesota. He's a Mexican oh, immigrant. No he's not totally like he's not totally <laughs> with the. the the fake outrage sensibilities. Yeah, he's new here. He, right. he was yeah. trying to make money. Yeah. Right. What's more American than moving here and trying to start your own business? Right. Like, seriously, this guy sounds right. awesome. So he might have people, a dot app. <laughs> <laughs> so black people were, were driving by and, uh, and and like yelling threats at him and posting all this stuff to social media. Didn't the cops come at one point? Uh, I read that yeah. in one of the articles about the yeah, fucking yeah. cops. The, the cops came. <laughs> and so then he realized it was causing outrage and he... Uh, he t- put this long post like, "I'd like to sincerely apologize for my ignorance or lack of sensitivity with my community here in Minnesota. I promise I'll do better. Effective immediately, I'll be changing my production process. Uh, out of context, I-, I admit the images look disturbing. Yeah, he has like several paragraphs where he's like, "I was just making yeah. the pinatas. I was just doing a job. You you make them, you dry them, you hang them out to dry. Yeah, and." Uh, it was a, it was a misunderstanding. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, he put it up on the Facebook page for his business, which is called the Happy Kids Pinata Company. Which uh, on a very unintentional plug there, but that's a good brand name for pinatas because it's mostly a kids kids thing. Happy Kids. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, he's new here, and I, and I noticed that with a lot of immigrant businesses, they just pick happy sounding names. Right. Like, if you look at the names of like all the restaurants down in Chinatown, you know, like Excellency and like Best, like they, they just pick like happy sounding adjectives. Ending. Oh wait, that's translate. not a kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like it's a. Uh, he, he's like I want to teach our children to reach for the goodness inside. The birthday kid chooses a light character such as Spider Man or Disney. In this case, yeah. I was making pinatas for a wedding that happened to include Caucasian, Latino, and African American groom, groom and bridesmaids. <laughs> I, this guy doesn't seem like he just came from Mexico. His English is very like uh, highfalutin, you know. It's like it's, it's like very lawyerly. Yeah, so, I, I guess. Um, I, I don't think he did this on purpose, though. I, yeah, I can't yeah. believe. Oh, you have to. We have to see the statement. It's unfortunate that many yeah. were offended with something unfamiliar to them. However, I like that you openly stated your frustration. This gave me the opportunity to share instead of assuming everyone understands pinatas. With that, I'd like <laughs> to reassure everyone that I'm respectful to you and your opinion. 
I'd like to sincerely apologize for my ignorance slash lack of sensitivity with my community here in North Minneapolis. I promise I'll do better. Effective immediately, I'm changing my production production processes. I guess There's a lot of thought in the basement. put into that. Yeah. I know. Please feel free to stop by, meet me, my family, my children. You'll be able to see that we are respectful, caring people, trying our best to fit in and contribute. Uh, so, That's where you're trying to fit in if you're tr- we're lynching uh, black puppets. Yeah, but what from what I can tell with the story, it sounds like people got angry because they saw that. But then he posted this, and I don't think the anger continued. No, of course not. So good, you know, people are getting, people are learning to listen and right. understand this. Well, I think also part of it, a big part of this, is the fact that he he's Mexican. If he was a uh, white guy, okay, this would be like he'd be kicked out of the community, called a clan member, all this stuff like that. But the fact that everyone's like, oh, wait, he's not... Oh, okay, he's... Yeah, never mind, he's fine. He's new here. Yeah, he's new here. He doesn't get it. It's not his fault. Although, is he really? Because... Yeah, I don't know if he's that new. Yeah, he's just... I think they assumed, because he's... Well, he, yeah, got, he got Mexican privilege. No, but what I'm saying is, once they found out that he he was Mexican, they're like, oh, yeah, he's definitely not a white nationalist. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> like, the physics don't line up there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? What would uh, you think if you were driving by and you saw that, Nicole? If you if you drove by that guy's house and you saw a random black what looked like large puppets, you'd be like, what the I fuck? I would definitely do a double take. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully a car would not be in front of me. <laughs> I might crash. Might yeah. have to step on the emergency brake. Yeah, the story was really funny because you, you see the pictures of just him with like black figures being held by the Yeah, what would strength. you guys do? How would you react? Oh, I mean, it looks totally bad. That's why yeah. it's so, you can see the misunderstanding. You can see how there's such an innocent explanation, oh, but hilarious. it looks so terrible and... See, this is why, people, you got to know the facts before you call somebody a racist. Yes, I think that's what this story shows, is that no matter how bad it looks like, you always should uh, understand the context, look a little deeper before you make a snap judgment, because even this looks like there would (laughs) be... This looks so bad. If you're like, if someone, I guarantee before the statement was released, if someone looked at this picture and... Um, there could have been like just total outrage, community yelling. And if someone's like, guys, wait there, I'm sure there's an explanation. Like, what are you talking about? How could you say that? I'm sure there are people who would be angry about it. But you all, yeah. there always could be an explanation. Yeah, you don't not... look at that picture like, oh, he owns a pinata company. Right. Okay. Yeah, this is the one time out of probably a thousand where it's not just some angry backwoods redneck you yeah. know, with like a, you know, Obama puppet or something. This is the one time. But that's the thing is that that's why we need due process. And that's why you have to always dig as deep as you can into stories. And and so this this is a really good example of this of classic misunderstanding where they're missing context. And that's one thing you always harp on on the show, Sandeep. You, oh, you, you're a context guy. Yeah. And it's very important in this. Big scenario. fan of context. Big fan of context. <laughs> All right. So I'm, uh, I think fake outrage is the obvious verdict in this one. Yeah, I agree. No, no, I think the outrage was legit when oh, you they do. saw it. But initially, I don't think that, initially. Yeah. But then it yeah. was it didn't persist after the after the explanation and so good job Minnesota community. Right. Well, no, cause, well the thing is we are the we are the uh, the UN or the Supreme Court of outrage. So that's what we do. The initial case seemed like it would have been legit outrage, but once we gave this man a fair trial, it came out fake outrage. Okay. It's interesting. Are you confused as to what we do on this show? I am confused because uh, I feel like the the <laughs> outrage from seeing, like, if people saw that, I understand that they had every right. Oh no, the initial shock makes total sense. Initially, yeah, yeah, I agree. They weren't grandstanding to be outraged. Yeah, so it was it was legit oh, outrage. You know what? Mm. What do we do on the show? What is the show all about? Oh, I, I shit, don't know. You know I, what? I don't you're right. Because the, well, here's the thing: the initial shock. I think there definitely is legit outrage, but once we dig into it. It's just like, oh, okay, never mind. 
Yeah, but see, then if the story was the the, the community was still angry at him and still like, mm. then we'd, I'd call that fake outrage. But the community didn't do that. It sounds so like is this, they, is this like a new ruling we have to make? Or do we have to do like resolved outrage? Like, is there a third type of ruling? Because you're right, I think, because, uh, you know, the people had every right to be upset without knowing the facts. But the then reason, once the facts are known, it's like, oh, well, never mind. Right. The reason I think the outrage is legitimate is, for, is further strengthened by the fact that it ended when there was, uh, when it did after the reasonable explanation was given. That means the outrage was legitimate um, because they're coming at it from a good place and then then they stop. Yeah, th- yeah, you're right. This doesn't have the feel of just some uh, grandstanding, quote-unquote, woke, virtue-signaling Brooklyn asshole to it. Yeah, because, you know, especially if it's in a black neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're... Yeah. So, legit outrage. Phil, what say you? No, I uh, okay. Don't be outraged at the guy, but right. you're, no, I, it, but you're allowed to be, to be outraged, outraged at the guy uh, initially. Like, initially, the imagery on one hundred percent, you're yeah. allowed to be outraged because you, it, it's something that's unintentionally depicting lynchings, which, uh, as we know, are you know, right. uh, dark like part. Maybe of American find history. a different way to let them dry. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, well, now that he knows, he's like, all right. Well, he said he's going to change his process. Yeah, he's going to drive him in the backyard now. He said this was a teachable moment. This is a teachable moment. It's a life lesson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, here's the thing. This is why I have to stick with fake outrage. Do you remember the story we did? I think it was last week or the week before of the promposal where the little kid did the yeah. cotton picking joke. See, that kid was doing something that was kind of racist. So, and we went, we went legit outrage on that one. There was some remnants of intent there, even though I think he was stupider more than he was racist. With this guy, I don't think there's any intent. There definitely was no intent, right? Yeah, so that's why I can't really get that mad at this guy because he wasn't even trying to make a joke. He was just trying to like do his thing. No, I'm not mad at this guy. I'm just yeah. saying, if the people who saw that initially, their outrage was like coming from a a, a reasonably outraged place. But yeah, no, it was, it was a misunderstanding. It was yeah. like this, like a Three's Company episode. This is, but yeah. right. For, it's like a bad the, first impression, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah, you know what's funny? This one actually coming into it, I didn't think it was going to be that difficult to do any kind of ruling on. But you're right, because this one is one of those few instances where there, it really is just like a like a wah wah fucking <laughs> you know misunderstanding. You know, I think you people do have the right to, to to get mad about this, sure, until they find out the facts, right? So I guess it would be legit outrage till you read. <laughs> is that uh, that's a weird rule? It was legit out in that everyone's appropriate reactions were appropriate. Their initial seeing I, that's an appropriate reaction. Yes. like, dude, what is this? Then they then they appropriately um, were de outraged when they learned the real story. Yes, there we go. So uh, yeah, I, I think it's, it's appropriate. Okay, have, this is very. We had a, this was a very difficult outrage day. This was really <laughs> difficult. Yeah, yeah, we had two two pretty. He- There's a lot of gray. We don't usually in, in fully disagree two out of two, but we did. <laughs> Uh, so, all right, Nicole, what say you on the outrage? It's, 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 we're, not even, we're not even sure what we're asking here now. I don't the, even... The, yeah. the definition of I, real I think we I think we define the terms of this pretty well. I think yeah. it's time to go to the to arguably the most fun part of the show where we ask our guest, Nicole Kuhn, hmm. is there anything you're currently outraged about? Are you we... let some steam off on? Are we talking about in general? Anything. Just anything, anything you want. However you would like to define it. It's, yeah. This I is mean, your there's world. a lot of things that annoy me and piss me off, but... Okay. You know. <laughs> well, what's coming to mind? <laughs> I don't know if there's 15 minutes worth or however much time, but... Oh, it could be one second. <laughs> Why... Uh, let's see one thing. Um, I definitely have to say the construction in this city uh, really pisses oh, me off. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No one's brought that up before. Oh, really? Yeah. No one's... Br- no, 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 it's a no, good, one to, good one to talk yeah. about. Yeah. No, I don't think anybody has. No. 
I mean, I don't know if if you guys deal with that as much, like, you know, in a building like yours, if if you hear that type of thing around here as much or but with mine, I mean, I live on a major street. I'm like right on 58th and and the 59th Street Bridge is right there. Ooh. And so the city is allowed to do drilling at all hours. Yeah. So I get to hear that. And they were doing work on my building at one point. So I had workers outside my building at like 7 a.m. every morning. Oh, man. I thought they're supposed to have some kind of time where they can. They're supposed to, but apparently everybody's making their own roles I, I now. I think the caveat to that is um, if it's some type of like major sort of transit situation, they're allowed to do the overnight construction because you can't do it during the day during rush hours. I that's think because it's a high MTA traffic shit. street. Yeah, yeah, that's why the MTA stuff for the subway is always overnight. No, I relate to you 100% in this. I really do because um, I'm on a street where over the last three years since I've lived there, it's been one of those streets in Brooklyn where there's just a new building going up on some part of the street all the time. Mm-hmm. So I, I've been woken up by construction constantly like i wear earplugs to bed pretty much on every weeknight because i have to you know because if i want to sleep past seven oh it's awful do you have a white noise machine can you do white noise i've tried it but i'm i'm one of those people where i need silence which Mm. in new york it doesn't really have you tried earplugs well um not earplugs but i'll I'll use my headphones and i'll plug in like one of those apps where it's calming music and waterfalls and all that and it helps a little or put on like enya stuff like that but I just... You got to try the earplugs. I'm telling you. It works? It, well, here's the thing. I have a little bit of tinnitus going on, which sucks because sometimes you, you hear ringing before you go to sleep. But no, the earplugs absolutely work. I guess it's better than drilling though, right? Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. No, I but don't know. The thing I noticed with the earplugs is that I dream harder when I wear earplugs to bed. That's interesting. Yeah. You got to do the earplugs. That helps a lot. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. Because I have the same. Oh my god, this is such a. I want. I gotta talk about this now. And you and you call like they give you you know the the number to call like call three one one and file a complaint or whatever. But nobody nobody cares. Nobody they don't listen. I've called like a hundred times. Nobody cares. They don't give a shit. No, it's like what's your name. What's your apartment number? Okay, we'll look into this. Yeah, yeah, we'll look into it as code for fuck off. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And like, why are you calling me at four <laughs> o'clock in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> no, I live near a bridge too, actually. Not one as big as yours, but I live near a bridge. And I, I had this thing. You know how sometimes in New York when they're, 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 they, they, they'll uh, jackhammer the streets because they got to fix something underneath? Yep. And they put those metal plates down I so cars can still that. drive? Yeah. So every fucking car that drives by is cocoon, 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 cocoon. Yep. So for like a month last spring, Every single fucking car that drove over this bridge, I had to hear that noise super goddamn loud. For it was no, I know. Oh, this is such a good. It's like no wonder we're stressed out all the time, right? And Sandeep's like, I live in a high rise overlooking the river. Do you deal with any of that fucking at all? Peasants here? Uh, I, I don't. I, I've I've had like near He's like buildings. I'm happy. Things are good. <laughs> yeah, I've been, but I I can sleep through stuff like that. I really? Can, I can put on white noise or. I'm generally able to sleep through. I used to be able to. Noise. I can't anymore. See, my thing is, once I'm asleep, it's fine. But if it wakes me up or I wake up for some reason, I can't get back to sleep when there's jackhammering Ugh. or fucking. You know, I should say maybe because I I I feel like I sleep fine. But then when I go like home or when I go like like on a trip or something, mm-hmm. um, and I do feel like I sleep better like outside yes. of New York. Like I wake up the next time. I'm like, oh, oh thousand my god, percent. I was really like. Because it's so quiet and out, not in New York. It's like you almost don't know what to do with yourself initially at that point. You know, when yeah. you go from this to to being in the city to like complete silence. You know, like when I go back to Ohio, I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? I'm like pacing around my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so quiet. 
<laughs> Can you start banging on something to make me feel better? <laughs> yeah. yeah, could someone take a dump in the street? Right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I want to extend your thought a little bit here because I 100% agree that construction, especially the noise, is a pain. The other thing I don't like about the construction is that uh, the, the way that the transit system in New York works as far as the bridges and the subways and everything goes is it's pr pretty much tailor-made for someone who's a nine-to-fiver, mm -hmm. and I'm not. I work in a hotel. My hours are random. I'm a, I'm a comedian. I'm up fucking late as hell all the time. And sometimes it's just awful trying to get home late at night. It's just awful because like they don't care like about you at all if you're not a nine to fiver. If they're doing construction, you're, maybe your train's not running. Maybe the bridge or the tunnel that you needed is like down to one lane or it's closed. You got to go to a whole different part of the city to get home. Oh, yeah. Oh. And the weekends, forget about it. Oh, it's yeah. Like the service is so limited all of a sudden. Yeah. No, in the subways, I take them on weekends because I have to. They're fucking packed on weekends. Yeah. And they, they, the MTA just doesn't give a shit. I think they give a shit, but the problem is, like, in New York, everything is, like, everywhere else, there's excess capacity, you know? Mm -hmm. And in New York, there's just, everything is being used to the max all the time. So there's, like, no good, there's just no good time to well, do it. Well, no, the thing is, though, is that, like, if you're waiting for the subway for, like, 12 minutes and it's not two in the morning on a Tuesday, that's a problem. Like on a Saturday, yeah, it, the subways are packed because they only run one every 15 minutes sometimes, even during the day. It's awful. You know? And it's, mm -hmm. it feels like it's rush hour packed, even though it's supposed to be a nice relaxing weekend for people. So yeah, fuck the construction in New York. I think that's, that's, a, that's one of the best topics anyone's ever brought to this show, to be honest <laughs> with you. I feel like you don't have these problems, Sandeep. You know, I, I listen to podcasts. I just put... <laughs> Just put headphones in my ear. and Your commute is also 15 feet oftentimes, too. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. That's, <laughs> That's true. Nice. I'm, I'm kind of off the... Yeah. I'm a little off the wheel. A little bit. Yeah. You don't have to deal with this as much. All right. Well, I think that's a great place to end. Thank you all for listening. Uh, check out uh, Nicole Kuhn. It's uh, online at... Oh, my website, um, Contagious Comedy, P-R-O-D.com. Like productions only. Okay. Short. I love it. Yeah. And you can email us anytime you'd like at the fake outrage report at gmail.com. Follow us at fake outrage ripped and give us some good reviews. And before we go, Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts? Uh, I will walk around your apartment naked, but I'm not cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll just walk around. Cleaning's where they draw the line. I have some respect, okay? Some self respect. We have standards here. Can you iron though? Uh, no, no, I'm not doing any of this. I'll, I'll, I'll just be naked. <laughs>